to another episode of Sad, Sad, Sad Cast, Satisfying Sad Static. Satisfying Static. That's where we are today. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yep. Sad Cast. It's a sad cast. <laughs> it's a sad cast. It does kind of, kind of feel like that. Uh, well, I was going to comment that it's really sad in New England right now. It's like rainy and overcast and gross. And this weekend, it's supposed to be like snowy, which is great because I work night shift all weekend. So I'm going to be yeah. stuck in the western part of the state probably because the roads are going to get shut down. Oh, okay. Uh, we don't love that for you. I hope not. Apparently, there's been a scheduling snafu this weekend and they asked if anybody could work 11 to 9. And I was like, yeah, if you want to get rid of my four to twos, I'm all over it. I'm all over it. <laughs> And they were like, I don't think your night shift's going to be easier to cover, but thanks for your flexibility. <laughs> we appreciate it. Yeah. Well, you can't blame me. You can't blame me. Yeah. You know, for a minute, I was like, oh, maybe I miss winter. Maybe I miss the cold. And like, snow looks so pretty some places. And then it's been like blizzarding <laughs> some places. And then you're talking. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to stay in California. <laughs> Honestly, I hate winter rain worse. So much. Between 33 degrees and 45 degrees, it's like, oh. Miserable. It's cold outside and the rain is cold and it's like a weird cold humid it's terrible i agree i agree that's that's the i would much rather it be snowing even like I'll, I'll even take like even slightly slushy snow but if it's fucking raining and you have to be in yeah. a winter coat that is now soaked kill me <laughs> yeah it's terrible it's terrible. Kim, and I used to commute, like, I used to take the train back and forth to work all the time. Like, oh my god. Those days when you would get onto the CTA, onto a public bus or train, first of all, all of the windows were fogged up because we're all soaked and it's fucking hot in there. And it smells like wet dog. It just straight up always smells like wet oh, dog. gross. <laughs> Straight up, no, no, thank you. Yeah, I understand now. I was like so angry and miserable all the time. Like, I not only had to commute on the train, but then sometimes I still had to walk 20 minutes home in all of that. Like, ugh, no, no, thank you. I don't miss that. Ugh, oh, thanks. But anyway, I don't know of any housekeeping. I had thought of something and it slipped my mind. So I'm still job hunting. Oh, yeah. That's been a shit show, <laughs> for lack of better words. Has not been super fun. It seems like everyone is hiring, but no one is hiring. So that's that's exciting. I've spent a lot of time putting together cover letters and applications to get a lot of no's or no responses. So it kind of feels like when I graduated college and was trying to look for a job for the first time, I probably submitted something like close to 150 applications before I got one interview. When I graduated PA school in the middle of the pandemic, it was like that. I had over 2,400 applications out across six states. Yeah, so hasn't been going great, but I've been doing it. I've been trying to apply full-time and freelance gigs and stuff. People have been super nice and forwarding me their, like, company's job pages and stuff, but just, like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, somebody suggested I start door dashing, so I might do that. We, we'll keep you updated on that. I'm going to sign up for an account, I think, today. I don't have a car, though, so it's all going to be on bike or walking. Bike. <laughs> There's a guy who's popular on TikTok. Uh, who delivers strictly by bike. He records all of it and he posted his content. Yeah. 
It's good. Oh, really? It's actually very entertaining. I follow him and watch it a lot. Yeah. Oh, you should send it to me next time you see it because that would I actually do want to see that. But I see people. I've gotten stuff delivered on bike. I see people delivering on bike all the time. Yeah, his his setup's really cool. He's got like his hot bag like fastened to this like rack, and he's got yeah. like his, like a digital. Oh god, it's like a phone holder, and then he's got like a speedometer on his bike. Oh, cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really cool. I'll, I'll send nice. it to you when I find the when I find the user. Yeah, it, but it's really entertaining, and he like jokes around a lot, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's a nice day in the city for a ride or whatever. But it's definitely, I think it's L.A. because it's always super nice out. He really like hardly ever wears a jacket. Like, yeah, that would make sense. It's the right like area to do it in because yes, the weather is always nice enough to just bike around. Yeah, and I would love to see that because I've seen people have either like the the backpack or have it strapped to their bikes. I feel like strapping it to your bike would be easier than having it on my back. But his setup looks legit. He He's got like a shelf type thing in there too for like for like cup holders and oh, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I mean, like can't hurt for now. And I live in a very highly populated area and I live really close to downtown. Like there's tons of restaurants. Like I know because I've done it, people are ordering stuff from several blocks away. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could get at least something. Like I don't know that I'm going to be paying my rent by just dashing, but... Well, no, but I, I did the Grubhub bit for a while and... If they have like scheduled blocks, you make a scheduled hourly rate. And then, you know, if you multi-app it where you use Grubhub and DoorDash, so you have both of them open to like pick up an order or whatever, mm-hmm. you, you make good money. I mean, and with you not having the overhead of gas, you really all you're losing is time. Right. Which is valuable. But if you're not doing anything else right now, you know, it's not terrible. Yeah. Like that's kind of where I'm at is like, we had talked about donating plasma. I was like, is that going to be worth my time? Like, is it going to be worth all the extra time to like travel there and do it? Whatever. And it's like, at this point, I'm not making money anywhere else. So all of it's worth my time. So for now, like, I think DoorDash. Yeah, the, the, the physical downsides of donating plasma are not worth it. In my opinion, I often did not feel well after I donated. Um, okay. For those of you that don't know, I was telling Maggie, I worked at one for multiple years and I would make $50 a donation. So I was making like 400 bucks a month before bonuses. So to me, it was worth it. But to most donors, you're really only bringing home like half that, mm-hmm. depending on what bonuses and incentives they have. And most of us don't feel super great after. That's good to know. I don't even know if I would qualify. Like I'm often pretty anemic does that matter <laughs> yeah so they they measure your hematocrit when you get there and if your hematocrit's too low you can't donate which yours might be you're also relatively thin so like the thinner you are the less money you make which is a fun fact i didn't know until i talked to christine and that really like made me second guess everything because the person who suggested it would be in a higher weight category and they made pretty decent money but then when you said that i was like oh i know i might just barely make it into that weight category category, but I don't know. I haven't weighed myself in a while, so I don't know that it would be worth it. Light, medium, and heavyweight, and I made it into heavyweight just hardly. It was like 180, I think, or 185, and it was like just hardly when I made it in. That's the higher pay amount, and you really only get paid well if you dedicate to going twice a week, so if you can't make it twice a week, it sucks, and there's a lot of stipulations around it. They load it onto a prepaid card. They don't give you cash. Like, there's fees associated with the card, so you lose money that way, and it's like, if you have nothing else going on, and like you're planning on taking the day to do nothing, go nuts, but like, I made way more money with DoorDash and Grubhub than I did with that and I still felt decent. Yeah, I think that's just the better move for me, obviously. Like, especially if I'm looking for something that I I want to, like, need to do immediately. Like, that's what I did last year when clients were slow as I picked up Rover and I was like, well, I'll start dog sitting. Like, but right now that's been slow and I haven't, I can't really force people to give me their dogs. So, right, right. (laughs) 
Right. I hear that's a crime. Weird. Strangely, yeah. People don't like that. The law doesn't approve. I don't know about Instacart or Getter. Well, the thing, I don't, I haven't heard of Getter, but the thing with Instacart is like, I don't have a car. And so I would probably be really limited to like the amount of things that I could pick up and deliver. And like, definitely there's only one real grocery store within like a reasonable distance from me. And then otherwise it'd be like CVS and Rite Aid. I order stuff from, from Instacart from like five below. Right. Or things like that. But like all of those stores are a lot farther away from me. Like all like five below uh, most of the grocery stores, Michael's, like the other places you can order on Instacart. They're all like at the like shopping center area, which isn't right by me. So that's why that's the only reason. You have Postmates out there too. Oh uh, yeah. I forgot. Do people still use Postmates? People in LA use Postmates. People anywhere else don't really use Postmates. Weird. Okay. I'll look into it. Cause I feel like I've never used Postmates. I don't know of anybody that does. I only know it's still being used because they sponsor a few podcasts. That I listen to. I've seen ads here. <laughs> I I know I saw an ad a while ago and I was like, oh, Postmates. Yeah, that's my housekeeping. I guess I'll update you guys on if I'm delivering food to people around here or not. But uh, currently just brainstorming and trying all of the things. I'm assuming you're already on Fiverr. Well, I'm on Upwork. I was, I'm going to restart my Fiverr account. It's just like people on Fiverr expect to pay very little. And so the freelancers on Fiverr are really averaging like four to $12 an hour, which is not nothing, um, but isn't, isn't really great. So I'm kind of saving that for when I'm really like, wow, I have nothing going on and no way to make money. But I am on Upwork and Upwork now allows you to, for those of you that don't know, allows you to post gigs kind of like Fiverr and be like, okay, for this amount of money, I'll do this for you. I, so I, I posted one. It hasn't been going great because I don't think people are aware that's something you can do on Upwork. But There's TaskRabbit too. I Yeah, I did think about, I almost did TaskRabbit last year. Somebody would just post about it on TikTok about, he literally just shows up and says, put together your IKEA furniture. Yeah, people will, you can TaskRabbit for like literally anything. I've used TaskRabbit before. I, yeah, uh, maybe I'll look into that one too. But I also found a bunch of other freelancer sites like Fiverr and Upwork that I'd never heard of before. And some of them have recently got like investor funding. So I'm going to sign up with accounts on those too and see maybe there's different opportunities on there. Who knows? Currently, I've gotten a uh, email back from Skims that said we've received your application. Expect to hear with, back from us within 14 days. And a no from HubSpot. HubSpot. Oh, I remember you telling me about that one. Yeah, that one didn't work out. But oh, the other, the, earlier this week, I applied to like a bunch of, uh, they were all Hail Marys, let's be honest. They were huge companies like Skims and Huda Beauty. And oh my God, I found a, a job, the Academy awards are looking for a director of, of marketing so yeah i'm gonna throw my resume in that ring too might as well why not oh my god please become the director of marketing for the academy awards and have me and olivia go please if i fucking could like i did my portfolio is not like up to par i really like if i want that job i need to like get all my shit together asap to apply so I'm literally just throwing in Hail Marys right now and hoping that like my experience somehow gets catches someone's attention. But being out here is crazy. Like the biggest companies. 
are all looking for like a social media person right now. Um, it's a little insane, but that also means there's probably a lot of people looking for that role too. So I don't think my chances are great, but I never know. You'll never know unless you try, right? That's right. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Throw your resume out there. It'll be all right. Yeah. So who knows? Fingers crossed I'll be working for the Academy soon. And the Oscar goes to. <laughs> right? ba da ba ba da ba 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 Yep, it's all Mario. All Mario. We love it. We love it. First word today is shop. S-H-O-P. Appropriate because tis the holiday season. Tis the holiday season. I've gotten the majority of Olivia's Christmas stuff done. Yay! Um, Yeah, shop just made me think of Christmas shopping because I still have a majority of that to do. I... This episode will be airing after Christmas, but a little behind the scenes, we are oh, yeah. <laughs> recording it before Christmas, so... Surprise! We're still Christmas shopping, but that's okay. Hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, I will have finished all my Christmas shopping, and everyone will be very happy with what they received, is what we're manifesting. Same. Fingers crossed. But shop also just makes me think of, like, business, like running a business, because... Yeah. I, I don't know. I've always wanted to like own a, a store, like a, a shop. I always say store, but that always, that feels to me like a physical location. And I don't necessarily want like a boutique. I just wanted to like sell cute shit to people. <laughs> so like an online store would have been fine. But I did, had an Etsy store for a while, Etsy shop for a while, for several years. I did that. And then I constantly keep thinking about ideas for opening a shop but I just don't know what the fuck I would do yeah I don't there's tons of business models that I think of every day but like I don't want the overhead of running a business I've told you this before I have an awesome idea for a restaurant and I don't want to run it I don't remember the idea for the restaurant but you should definitely sell that concept to somebody I'll talk about it here because only 180 people listen to it so nobody's gonna steal it you never know it's it's bingo and brunch so like you go play bingo with other adults and you have brunch so you have like like bottomless mimosas and hang out and and play bingo and people don't realize how fun bingo is and you'll realize how fun bingo is the problem is i believe massachusetts considers bingo gambling which means that i would have to open it like a casino i think it's only gambling if there's well i guess there would be prizes involved right right yeah yeah there'd be like money and prizes involved yeah yeah that sounds tricky also isn't bingo for old people that is a misconception but yes everybody <laughs> thinks that bingo is for old people i was going to bingo maybe five years ago now six years ago where, now where do you go to bingo back in the midwest they had it in this vikings hall oh cool this vikings okay. club hall which is just old people mostly but it was byob by bring your own food oh. so we brought chinese food we brought our own <laughs> drinks we it was a 15 dollar buy-in and you played bingo and it was a fucking blast like me and some other paramedics that i know went and it was a, it was a blast that's so funny. I love that for you. We had a great time, dude. I'm telling you, bingo is a. I would. I have not looked into bingo around here. I would love to. I would love to get into it. When you win, you you split a prize. Like I won like 75 bucks one night. It was awesome. Nice. Well, I feel like also the the situation in the company helped to like really make that an experience for you. I don't know that you'd love like bingo everywhere. I would love for you to go play bingo somewhere where around where you live and just to see if it's the same kind of excitement. I would love to find bingo in the area and see if I enjoy it. I I have to convince someone to go with me though. And I bet you- Olivia, <laughs> that's her job. <laughs> I don't think she would. There's a couple of people that I go to jujitsu with who would be totally down to go to bingo for fun. 
Hell yeah, do that. I feel like that would definitely help the experience too. And especially if you've been like looking for an excuse to hang out with them outside of jujitsu, be like, so anyway, I was uh, having this weird conversation with my friend. Would anybody be down for bingo? <laughs> well, one of them the other day came up to us and was like, hey, so I found this really cool place to do uh, pickleball and oh, okay. it's got drinks and indoor courts and it's about 10 people like who's down and cool. i'm like sure let's go play pickleball nice yeah no I, I maybe i'll scout some uh some bingo halls in the area and, and make that happen but i love bingos i we're learning that um but did you already play pickleball or is this something that's coming up something in the future i hope I hope. Yeah. Yeah. They were just getting a feel to see if anybody would want it so that they could reserve a court in the future. Cool. I've never, I've yet to play pickleball, but everyone seems to love it. Do you know the premise? Um, yeah. It's like tennis and ping pong or something made a baby. Yeah. It's, it's like tennis meets ping pong with a wiffle ball. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And with like a little bit of squash sprinkled in. Yeah. Squash. I don't know what sport that is, but squash it's yeah. that it's like it's like racquetball but it's not racquetball i think it's a synonym okay i'm not good at sports for any for everyone listening just so you know i'm not questioning christine i'm just confused because i don't understand most sports <laughs> both racquetball and squash balls are hollow and rubber although racquetballs are larger than squash balls by 42 percent for, that's a big increase. Uh, squash owes its name to those mischievous school kids who realize a punctured racquetball squashes on impact, making it harder to hit. Oh, so is it like a squashed ball? <laughs> as far as rules go, the most important difference between racquetball and squash is that the ceiling is out of bounds in squash, but not racquetball. That's like the, the main difference. So like okay, with, rac okay, with racquetball, you can... Hit it off the ceiling. Yep. No, squash, you can hit it off the ceiling. Oh, not in racquetball. Because racquetball is the one where, like, you go into, like, the gym and it's, like, a big white room and you're just, like, hitting the ball off a wall. Yes. That's that yep. one, right? Okay. Okay, that's what I thought. Super dangerous. <laughs> Super dangerous. Like, Is it? Oh, yeah. So everybody's like, racquetball, no big deal. No, 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 no. I've taken care of more people who have been hurt from racquetball than anything else. Seriously? You don't realize, yeah, you don't realize how much stress you're putting on your joints when you do those hard, like, stop, turn, pivot. Oh. They tear a lot of ankles up. They tear a lot of knees out. Like, and if you get hit with the ball just right, you'll fuck your shit up. So like, you're like people who wear glasses have to wear like the sports contact right. glasses. Yeah. So I, my ex brother-in-law absolutely ruined his ankle skiing, like, like broke it in six different places or whatever, had to get it repaired. Jesus. Fast forward like eight months. He's back on his feet. He goes and plays racquetball. Oh no. <sighs> yep. Pivots on that ankle and rips through all the hardware. Oh my God. Yep. Literally all the hardware. Yep. Wow. So that was absolutely not the way that I was expecting you to say people get hurt <laughs> at racquetball because I definitely was like, oh, obviously they get hit in the face with the ball a lot. No, it's 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 just like the, it's just like football that like stand and pivot and like or basketball with that stand and pivot on that court floor. Right. It gets so sticky and your foot just gets planted and then you rip and tear through things and, and running wow. into each other trying to get to the ball. And it's it's a whole <gasps> thing. I, okay, so now racquetball sounds like a very dangerous contact sport, and I, I'm not interested. <laughs> Genuinely, when I meet older older white men, usually they're like, oh, I play squash three times a week, or I play racquetball three times a week, or whatever. I'm like, oh, so you're a hard ass. <laughs> you're a jerk. I bet. Like, I have not met a single chill dude that's like, yeah, I go to squash three times a week. No, it's like, right. come to win! <laughs> and the, usually the guys that play squash and racquetball are also the guys who go golfing no less than 15 times a year. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, it, it just, it seemed to me like your standard, you know, 
white man sport, but... It's expensive too. It's like expensive to rent court time. I figured. A lot of local wives will have them or whatever, but like almost all of them are in country club situations or private clubs and it's it's expensive to rent it out. Yeah, that makes sense. That like racquetball, tennis, all of those country club sports seem like rich white people sports. Tennis and pickleball feel a bit more accessible because there is, has been a big initiative to put tennis courts in... In parks and public, stuff, yeah. Uh, yeah, in public mm-hmm. spaces, yeah. yeah. So tennis feels less less privileged than like racquetball or for sure, for sure. Hockey is super privileged. You have to you have to have tons of money to buy hockey gear and get into the right ice times and it, yeah. I mean, if you're trying to be like serious serious about it well it's like i told olivia like as far as sports goes that i would really enjoy if my child got into like hockey's right up there that's an expensive one yeah and she's like sweetie you're gonna spend 10 grand in gear i was like yeah but like hockey's also a lot of fun to watch and if my kid gets into like you know tennis is fun to watch volleyball is fun to watch but if my kid gets into like i don't know bowling i might be sad Like, I'll, I will go. I will be so supportive. But man, I'm just, ugh. Yeah, well, that's part of being a parent. You just got to be supportive, um, even if they like lame things. Not to say that bowling is lame, but I'm not a bowler. Were you forced to play an instrument as a child? No, like forced by my parents. Yeah, like did they encourage you to play an instrument? No, my parents didn't force me to do anything. I was forced to learn how to play the recorder in grade school for music class. Right, yeah, though. no, me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. So Liv and I have had this conversation where she like would like us to have our child have an activity every cycle, season, every season. Every season. Okay. I was like, cycle? <laughs> yeah. So like in the winter months, she's like, why don't we have them learn an instrument like guitar or piano or whatever? And I'm like, yeah, what if they don't want to? Yeah, I was going to say like, what if in the winter months you let them pick what they want to do? Well, yeah, she's like, and that's kind of what she said. She's like, they can do whatever as long as they're doing something though. Like I don't want them to just have, you know, video game time at home all the time. And I'm like, sure. But what if halfway through they're like, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Are we going to let them quit? And she's like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know how I feel about just letting them quit things. Like, shouldn't we like teach them how to stick some things out? And I don't know. Me and Olivia have parenting philosophy conversations a lot. That's good. I mean, that's important. You guys plan on being parents. So it's good to see if you're on the same page when it comes to stuff like that, because all of those things will come up, I'm sure. Parents probably sometime in the next five years. So get ready. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, those are important conversations to have to see where you both are. Parenting styles are important. And I think that's not, not something most couples like really get into until they're already parents. And then you're like, oh my God, I can't raise children with you. Yeah, no, we talk about it a lot. Yeah, I love that. I'm on parent, I'm on a few like parenting TikTok accounts and like gentle parenting and stuff i love watching those just to like see how people deal with their shitty annoying loud kids yeah i often have i was so sold on kids for so long and now in the last probably i don't know six months i've had a lot of teetering thoughts about children just because really yeah just because god i the thought of giving up what little downtime i have now for children just sounds fucking miserable well i would hope that by the time you're having kids you've adjusted your schedule (laughs) because you're going to need to because those kids are are going to need a lot more time than you have currently. I mean, I've already kind of like, I'm not really working my part-time jobs at all. So it's like, I'm running into this weird thing where I just have the full-time job, but I still don't feel like I have enough time for me. Well, you're planning a wedding and it's 
Christmas, like this is the busiest time of year for everybody. Yeah. So maybe check in in January when everything calms the fuck down and see how how it feels like if you have extra free time or not. Well, I'm going to do jujitsu four times a week. And the thought of me having to give any of that up for a child sounds not ideal. And fair. I don't want to resent my kid. And I have a feeling that if a child makes me lose free time, I might resent them. That's fair. So I told Olivia, I was like, when we have a kid, daycare, even if I'm off work. Going to daycare. I don't care how much money it saves us. Going to daycare. That's fair. I mean, I think that's a lot of people's biggest hesitation or like the people who don't want kids. I mean, I didn't want kids for for a really long time, most of my life. And like that is definitely one of my, was one of my bigger hesitations is like, it's a entire life change. Like it's a whole different commitment. Now you're responsible for this little human. Like you don't get to be the same person that you were before. You won't be able to do all of the same things and you will have to give up a lot of the things that you loved or whatever, just because time, you won't have the same time. So like, I don't, I mean, that makes sense. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Like I'm not willing or ready to give up all of whatever little time I have now. And life is already busy and stressful enough. I'm going to add taking care of a human on top of it. I can barely take care of myself. Come on now. Same. And I don't want to shop for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just trying to bring it back. I was just trying to bring it back. Oh, oh, nice. I forgot what the word was. <laughs> oh, it was shop. It was shop. There you go. We're back. Yay, we did it. We did Yay. it. And one word. Look at us go. One Look word. Go. One word. Wow, that was good. I think that wraps up today's episode. I think it does. Until next time.